No, I am not letting you out of this house. You can't stop me. Only yes, I You walk out of this house, don't even think about coming back. I'm sure that that resonates with all of us for some moment in our past. And of course, ultimatums that parents give backfire on the parents. They cause so much havoc in families. They just don't work. So if you're having trouble with your kids or if you're having trouble with your parents, give me a call. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist and I can answer your calls and questions. And now let's go to the phones and speak with Joan. Joan? Hi, Doctor. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Actually, I'm at work, and I heard you on the radio. I said, let me give you a call. i got a question for you, Doc. Do you ever feel like, no matter how hard you try, it could be in work relationships, no matter what, you feel like you never, never go forward? Give me one example. Okay. I'm 48 years old. Okay. Uh, I am a, a gay female. I, I am involved in a relationship for six and a half years, and it's been up and down lately. It's been really good at the first couple of years, but lately it's been like on and off. And uh, my partner did lose her father two weeks ago. It seems like it's getting worse, but I can understand that because it's her father. Yeah. Uh, I'm there for her, but I'm always trying to please people. I'm always trying, even at work. I'm, I don't want to get off the subject. Even at work, I go out of my way to do those extra steps. I, I go out of my way to do extra things to please people. Why do I do this? How would you answer that? Why do you think you do it? I think I do it because I want recognition. What will that mean to you if you get the recognition? If you help me out at work, if I'm a co-worker, and let's say, what's something you might do for me at work? Oh, let's see. Ask you if you need any help with anything, anything I can help you with, help you with some of your work. Yeah. What do you do as a career? Uh, I'm a security officer right now. Okay. I work in a hospital. So you might help me out at the hospital somehow? You might sure. get me, a, during break, get me a coffee or something? Sure, sure. Okay, sure. and when you give me the coffee, what does that give you? Good feeling aside that I was able to do that. It makes me feel important. What else makes you feel important besides pleasing other people? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, making, making people proud of me. But how about me making myself proud? Oh, that is so good. That is so good. Listen you know? to this. You're your own therapist. <laughs> because that is the key switch you need to make, Joan. That if you are always trying to please everybody else, notice everybody else's standards are going to vary. Mom's standards going to vary from dad's standard, and that's going to vary from your lover's standard, and that's going to vary from somebody at work. So you'll always be gauging what do they want, how can I make them happy, and you'll be doing a lot of guesswork and mind reading. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you focus on the one person who's been left out of the equation, and you're feeling you're, you never get ahead, you're never good enough, you never quite, never right. quite make it, that's because you've left yourself out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And not only should you be in the equation, you should be the fundamental in the equation. So talk about that, making yourself feel important and valued and putting yourself first. Have you tried that before? Never, never. I'm always taking care of everybody. What do you think would stand in your way of asking yourself the question, what are my most important values in life in terms of your personal aspirations, your goals, your dreams? Do you like hobbies, certain hobbies do you enjoy? Oh, yes, yes. I, I write music. I play guitar. I play piano. Uh, I enjoy that. Do you do that for yourself or are you doing that to please others? 
No, I do that for myself. And when I used to work in the hospital, if some people were dying, I would I would take the guitar up there and sing for them. Very nice. But then I go again. Now, I'm not saying that you totally turn a cold, cold shoulder to people. Right. Because you get pleasure from playing to people who are in rough straits. There's a genuine benevolence that stems from you're doing that. But if that's all you do, then you're missing out on valuing yourself. It's like you're you're being the, you're becoming the doormat and you're letting other people call the shots in your life. So let me give you the four areas that you want to focus on. You actually mentioned two of them when you first called. Okay. One area is looking at your job or career. Right. What are you doing? Are you doing what you genuinely enjoy doing? Many people just coast in a job that's okay. Yeah. But it doesn't bring them pleasure, and there's no stretch goals in it. Stretch goals are challenges that excite you, that make the job interesting, mm -hmm. rather than just learning one job that may be interesting at the beginning, and then it becomes very boring after a few months. Right. Do, right. do you have a job with stretch goals as a security guard? Uh, it's hard to say. My best job was a physical therapy tech. Uh, I was 25 years at the hospital. I was laid off. Okay. Do you miss that? Yes. Any way you could get back to that? I try, and it's uh, it's tough, but it's something I always look into daily because I know it when my eyes close, and I know I like helping people. Okay. I don't want to take that away from you because that sounds like it's integ integral to part of your enjoyment in life. I just want to make sure that you're doing it because it brings you a lot of pleasure and not that you sacrifice. What was it you said at the beginning? No matter what you do, you never fail. Any recognition, any, uh, like, uh, recognized for what you do or rewarded for what you do. I'm not saying like a, like a paycheck or anything like just a thank you. Instead of always hearing things that, little nitpick things that you do wrong, how about the things you do right? So you want to do that, number f number one, you want to do that for yourself, Joan. Mm -hmm. You want to recognize what you do well. Then you won't right. need to rely on other people giving you that feedback because you know you did it well, even if they're, they're tuned out or they're rude or whatever their personality is that doesn't allow them to make visible or... or Say the, say the appropriate thank you to you. Right. The second area is in your relationship. You say you're in a gay relationship and that yes. the relationship's been up and down. Yes. If your partner has lost her father, then of course it's going to be up and down for a period of time. If there are genuine problems that have gone um, underground in your relationship, neither of you are talking about them, communication mm -hmm. problems, or maybe you feel that she's the one that isn't recognizing you and you feel angry about that, Yeah. then at an appropriate time, not when she's in the midst of grieving her, the loss of her dad, bring that up to her and bring it up to her in a non-threatening way. Not, you know, you never pay, you never pay any attention to me. You never reward me for what I do. That's global language. You never, you always she'll feel attacked and she'll close off and counterattack. Exactly. But exactly. if you say, you know, I feel we're pulling apart and I remember how nice it was to feel valued by you and I'm not feeling that and I wonder if you're not feeling that from me either. And right. let's see if there's any way we can talk about this and maybe strengthen it. True. That, Excellent. that will put you on a better track with her. So the other er second area is your relationship. The third area is the area of hobbies. 
Now, this is living for yourself now. You say you like guitar and piano. Those are two wonderful hobbies. I would throw in some exercise, too. Find something you enjoy. Oh, yeah. I used to play, uh, I I haven't done it lately, but I used to play tennis. I used to walk a lot. And just, just, well, okay. As a gift, give that to yourself tomorrow. Some sort of exercise, even if it's just a small walk. Sure. Just to reconnect and be good to yourself again physically. And the fourth area is friends. Mm-hmm. Now, you really, I mean, I think of my husband as my best friend. Your partner can be your best friend. It's nice to have a few other friends that you feel come at the world the same way you do. Mm-hmm. And just to get together, you feel like you're making an effort to go out for a cup of coffee or something to connect with them. Make sure it's mutual. Don't don't be the doormat. Make sure that it's a trader, T-R-A-D-E-R relationship, that right. you feel like it's a give and take Allow yourself to take from them. If you're always giving, then you're your own worst enemy. They will feel like they the, they need to be taken care of. Whereas if you allow them to reciprocate, you'll have a much stronger relationship, Joan. Yeah, that's perfect, Doctor. Okay, well, thank you so, so much for calling today, Joan. And call me back and let me know how things went. I sure will, Doctor. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. A partner to avoid is someone who tries to fake their self-esteem by using defensive actions. A prime example is the chronic use of alcohol and drugs to reduce anxiety. Getting high temporarily blurs the pain and may even yield the illusion of pleasure. But such jolts lack the quality of pleasure based on actual achievements and do not lead to action that would remove the real cause of the pain. Another example of defensive action is lashing out physically in order to exert power over those who threaten your fake self-esteem. Social withdrawal in order to escape the anxiety of dealing with other people is another defensive action. Withdrawing into a shell simply reinforces your feelings of inadequacy. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.